Hey everyone, it's Mariah and Danny. Welcome to Hot Takes. Short disclaimer, nothing we say on this podcast in any way reflects the opinions of our employers or the BACB. All opinions are our own. Let's get controversial. Hey fucker. <laughs> Whoa. What up, Mariah? <laughs> All right. Today we're going to talk about kids and swearing and if it's a problem and we have opinions if you've listened to this uh this show at all you'll know at the very beginning in our intro one of us likes to swear and we both have feelings about it and we both have a lot of opinions yes about everything not just kids and swearing (laughs) well yeah but today we're just talking about kids and swearing (laughs) we'll stick just to that valid yeah so, to go into the behavior behind swearing, I really feel like this is pretty common. Most adults swear, mm-hmm. but our kids learn from modeling, watching modeled behavior. Right. Um, this could lead into some echoic behavior. Mm-hmm. Echoic meaning they they're just copying. They're just parroting mm-hmm. back. They don't necessarily know what it means. I feel right. like that's probably what people are most familiar with. Their toddler just like parroting back a swear word that they heard from their parent or at school or something. This could also be modeling regulation behavior. So as toddlers and young kids are learning how to regulate their own emotions, they may have seen an adult in their life use a swear word to model in those instances. So for example, think about when you stub your toe and you swear because you're in pain, or if you're expressing anger at somebody and you swear in those moments, if your kids are around, they're going to see that. And so Mm -hmm. they use those examples when they need to uh, regulate similar feelings, similar emotions that they have. I feel like those are pretty common cover the basis for kind of like the language or how we would get that as it pertains to swearing Mm -hmm. i think the main issue here is that kids swear it's not really an issue when adults swear but it's just it's just i don't know some people have a bad taste in their mouth just about your age and swearing Well, I would also say there are a lot of adults who don't want anybody swearing, other adults included. (laughs) That's true, but I don't. I mean, I don't agree with it. I don't don't (laughs) share that view. (laughs) I'm not saying that's my opinion. I'm just I'm just clarifying that there are a lot of people who don't think kids should be swearing. There are a lot of people who also don't think anybody should be swearing. If you're that person, don't talk to me. Right, probably don't talk to Mariah. (laughs) I'll probably be way too offensive for you. (laughs) I think an issue with kids swearing really boils down to their discrimination. Mm -hmm. This could be discrimination of setting, of using it in an appropriate context, Mm -hmm. and discrimination skills based on the audience they're in front of. Mm -hmm. However... To learn these discrimination skills, you have to be presented with that opportunity to learn 
Right. So of course a kid's going to test it out in every setting, context, audience available. Mm -hmm. And depending on the feedback they receive, the reinforcement, Mm -hmm. which can be positive or negative, um, is how they'll shape up their discrimination. Right. Just like learning any other skill, it's going to be based on punishment and reinforcement. So if a kid swears and mom and dad laugh, the kid still doesn't like necessarily know what they said, but they just know, oh, mom and dad are paying attention to me. They're laughing. This is fun. I'm going to swear some more. Right. I mean, it's pretty common these days to see reels of parents prompting their young children to swear more or like oh could you repeat that what did you yeah. say because it's funny or like it's cute in that like little kid voice you know i mean i definitely think it's funny <laughs> <laughs> what is your view danny on kids and swearing in general so me personally i feel like if is it context appropriate you know, am I am I swearing in front of the appropriate audience? Am I using the word appropriately? Then I don't care. Are you using the word to put somebody down or to make somebody feel bad? I don't love that. For me, my stance on kids and swearing is that I honestly don't care. Yeah. I think the child in this situation should be provided all of those opportunities and learn to discriminate appropriately. So I have an issue more with the response that's given Mm -hmm. to those opportunities than the actual behavior of swearing itself. Okay. I also think that swearing in general isn't a big deal Mm -hmm. for kids or adults Mm -hmm. um, because at the end of the day swear words are just the same as any other word and they're really only as valuable as like you assign a value to them right so if something is like really offensive to you i would encourage you to take a few minutes and think about like why am i offended by that word so much I definitely agree. I think historically there's some words out there where our parents were like, oh, that's like the worst, the worst one. Don't say that. Mm -hmm. Um, Where in other cultures, it's like their most commonly used swear. Yeah. Here, it seems like everybody's flipped the script and made some like social construct of value we've all Mm -hmm. assigned to words in a ranking order. Mm-hmm. And to me, I just think it's all BS. Like, you only get offended by words if you allow people to offend you by using those words and by the value that you place on those words to get offended by. Right. And I feel like since this is a behavior podcast, if we're thinking behaviorally with parents and kids, the more you restrict that, You know, whenever you restrict a behavior, whenever the child has a chance to do it, they're more likely to do it a lot. (laughs) So, like, you know, I think about the kids and stuff that I grew up with who grew up in really strict households. You might not have been allowed to swear at home, but when we got to school, those kids cuss like sailors. 
because that's where they had the opportunity to do it right just like you know super high behavior contrast yes exactly i do feel like i wouldn't even have a problem with a kid swearing in school Mm -hmm. like obviously that kid is going to be quote reprimand in some regard by administration yeah but in most of those cases administration should be leading back to the parent Mm -hmm. and like informing them them of what had happened Mm -hmm. and if i had a kid who was swearing at school i would vote for no reprimanding yeah i mean i think it really depends on the function of the swear like again are they casual like swearing in casual conversations with their friend then i don't care are they swearing like at the teacher during class then my issue isn't necessarily the swear, but the context of that conversation. Right. Like, if you're bullying kids and you happen to swear, I'm not going to get on you about swearing. I'm going to get on you about bullying kids, which is a exactly. whole different issue. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm not going to be nitpicking your verbal behavior mm-hmm. while you're, like, bullying someone. Yeah. Totally different. But- I don't care. But a lot of people do. They focus on, like, the one F-bomb was dropped and not the, like, context of the whole conversation. That is common, but I just think those people have their priorities mixed up. No, they do. <laughs> they absolutely do. Like, that's not also, my priority. <laughs> no, I do feel like our opinion is more common in, like, our generation and younger. And then the older generations are less okay with swearing. So I feel like it's like shifting over time, which is kind of cool to see. I could see that. I mean, I grew up and we definitely weren't, it wasn't kosher to for the children to be swearing in our house. Yeah. Also, my parents would not have gotten on me if I was discriminating in appropriate context to use them, an appropriate setting, and an appropriate audience. Really? I'll really. see. I- if I, I stubbed my say. toe and I said something, my parents would have been like, I get it, girl. Oh, yeah. See, I would have gotten in trouble. We weren't allowed to say shut up growing up. So. I don't. I don't know. But I usually just say <laughs> my parents raised me pretty feral. So. <laughs> <laughs> and look at I her mean, now. <laughs> look at me now. <laughs> yeah. In case people were wondering, I'm the one who swears more. (laughs) (laughs) Shocker. Mariah's the (laughs) swearer? Pesser? I don't know. The sweary. The potty-mouthed one of the two of us. The vulgar lady. (laughs) The spinster. (laughs) The spinster. Oh, Just kidding, we're both spinsters. That's fair. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm okay. (laughs) So overall, kid swearing is not... I mean, I guess our hot take is that it's not a hot take. Like, it's not a big deal. (laughs) Two thumbs up, five stars. (laughs) It all depends on the context, honestly. Right. I mean, you can have the verbal language to swear and not have those discrimination skills yet. Mm -hmm. And that's what we see a lot more. It takes a lot longer to develop those discrimination skills that you're Mm going to use across settings across context and across an Mm -hmm. audience Mm -hmm. just like 
having an echoic response to something your model said. Right, exactly. So if I have a kid that's swearing, I'm going to focus less on like the actual words and more on the discrimination and the function of why they're saying that. Is it an appropriate setting? Is it appropriate context? Is it in front of an appropriate audience? And I'm going to watch my behavior in response to that. If we're at the grandparents' house or something, I'm not going to give a super big response. I'm definitely not going to laugh because I don't want to encourage that to keep happening. But if we're at home and it, you know, it's more okay, then I can, maybe if it's funny, we can laugh or whatever. We could talk about it, address it, depending right. on the environment. The key here is the shaping of the response is mm-hmm. how it'll help the kid discriminate it across yeah. settings. So, I mean, it is really hard to not respond in an inappropriate way Mm -hmm. or the behavior when it occurs you could be like Mm -hmm. shocked yeah giggling Mm -hmm. you could automatically want to go to reprimanding yeah but i think if you just stay neutral Mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard if this is like a a huge issue in your house you probably have a lot more opportunities to practice staying neutral that you might get pretty good at it (laughs) true true um so over time you can have that shaping effect but I mean, if I have a kid cussing at me, I'm probably going to laugh at first. Mm -hmm. And then once I know that's like a history of behavior, I'll probably Mm -hmm. be less caught off guard that I can reel in my response. So, right. Because any response you give to this is going to provide attention. So you Mm want to make sure the way you're providing attention is appropriate to what you're trying to get this behavior to do. Right. Because your reaction is going to shape up that that behavior in the future yeah pretty pretty easy though i mean i feel like the older a kid gets Mm -hmm. the more lenient you could be because Mm -hmm. ideally they would have more discrimination skills under their belt right yeah i mean and that's something that obviously you as a parent could work on but it's also something that just kind of develops as they get older it's part of learning they're going to learn to discriminate more and it's going to become easier. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still sticking by two thumbs up for kids and swearing. I'm still fine. With, as long as it's context appropriate, I'm still fine with it, too. Doesn't bother me. But Danny, it has to be context inappropriate to get the discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's going to happen. But that doesn't mean... I'm not going to encourage it. <laughs> right. I think you're saying you're for it once the kid has established discrim- discrimination skills. Yes. When they don't have discrimination skills, like I'm not going to reprimand them, but I'm going to recognize this as a skill that we need to work on. I think another technique for this too would be the kids obviously watching the model. Mm-hmm. So if the model changes their behavior, versus responding to the kids behavior Mm -hmm. see a change because just a random one-off swear that's not like a typical word that's in their repertoire yet Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have like a memory to just be recalling that Mm -hmm. you're not like shaping it up as much as you're shaping up other like three letter words like cat and dog and stuff (laughs) that's true so if you've got a kid who's swearing like consistently 
look at the environment. Is it you? Is it your partner? Is it what you guys are watching on TV? Is it the music you're listening to? It's being modeled somewhere and then it's being reinforced. Probably from the adults. (laughs) There's a lot less visual prompts for things you can identify as swear words also. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, there's some dupes, but like in a typical environment, you're not really seeing things you could label as swears. Mm -hmm. So that also makes it a little harder because kids learn to tact. Mm-hmm. Which is going to have an effect on their um, verbal behavior. <laughs> yeah, tact and, meaning naming a, naming an object, basically. Right. So if you can't see an object and you can't name it, which would be tacting it, mm-hmm. then you're less likely to recall that word. Yeah. So don't go out in the yard and label a bunch of dog poop shit, and you should. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But then that would be context appropriate, would it not? <laughs> it would be, but I don't think anybody is like reading a a board book saying like, look at this. <laughs> look at this kid. <laughs> oh, we should say our favorite swear word. Our favorite oh. I don't know if I have a favorite swear word. What what's your favorite swear word? And I'll think about it. Probably the C word, but <laughs> It's probably mm. it's probably not kosher. Yeah, I don't know how. What's the swear word we use the most often when I'm annoyed? Yeah, I probably say something chaps my ass a lot. <laughs> okay, I also just think that's like an old phrase, and to me, it's hilarious. It is pretty I, funny. I've definitely said it on the podcast before. <laughs> yeah, no, you have um day-to-day life though i probably just good with go with the good old f-bomb you know what sometimes the situation needs an f-bomb yeah it gets it gets the job done it's very generalizable i really don't know what swear word i say i am mm, i don't know what swear word i say more often maybe like pissed off that's not that often right danny is so innocent i'm more likely to drop a drop a dag nabbit before anything else (laughs) dag nabbit yes are you like bugs bunny (laughs) (laughs) no i don't think so does he say that i don't know but it's giving me the vibes i don't know you sound crotchety i'm from kentucky what can i say I'm not a big, I don't have a problem with swearing, though. It's just not a big, not really big in my vernacular, necessarily. Oh, man. 2023, we're going to open that door for you. I'm going to give you some gateway words. Gateway swears? (laughs) Yeah. This is just a gateway word, Danny. Well. Wait till we hang out. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, so, in Spotify... You can add polls and questions. Sorry, Apple Podcasts. Um, I can't do that on there. But I'm going to put in a poll or a question on Spotify. And you guys let us know what your favorite swear word is. This should be fun. Yeah. I can't wait to see the responses. Yes. It's, if you're on Spotify, it should be right below the episode. There's going to be a poll about your opinion. 
on kids and swearing. And there's going to be a question where you can tell us your favorite swear word or phrase. Great. Can't wait for your guys' feedback. Thanks for listening today. You can find us on Instagram at Behind Behavior Pod, on Facebook at Behind Behavior. Or if you're old school, send us an email at contactbehindbehavior at gmail.com. Smell you later. Bye.